0: Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by the Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise, especially if you're a Three Houses fan. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me, as always, my co-host, Eddie. How's it going, Eddie?
1: Not too bad. You beat me to it. I was going to (laughs) comment in, you know, particularly Fire Emblem Three Houses or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. But but we'll go over that when we get to the banner a bit later, but yeah. That, that's been grumbling in the community a bit.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll definitely touch on that, and I, I applaud Eddie for throwing that in the notes because I think it's I think it's worth noting. A lot of three houses, so uh, we'll talk about that. But uh, let's not delay. Let's get to the banners. We have the Weekly Revival 52 and 6 banner running right now. Devil Special Heroes until the 20th. Tempest Trials until the 23rd. Book 8, Ratatosker and more until the 24th. Did that one... Right off the top of my head, no practice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Winter Dreamland, Special Heroes Revival until the 25th. A Festival Miracle, Special Heroes Revival until the 27th. And our banner for today's episode, Holiday Lessons until the 13th, January 2024. It's happening. Eddie, how did you do with your summons?
1: I did hop into Holiday Banner, of course. You know me and Special Banners. I uh, got lucky early with a zappy hero and kept going afterwards. Don't remember the exact order um, and which two I sparked, but when I checked the IVs, it does look like it was Edelgard and uh, Dimitri. So I probably sparked Dimitri first and then Edelgard. Uh, And then I did get the buy as well as like three uh, pity drops, maybe four. I'd have to double check to see if I have one of those pity bulbs glowing or not so
0: very good yeah it uh it's been a long while since i've summoned and i know in just a little bit we're going to be talking about how much three houses we've gotten with special heroes and new heroes and just the focus on that game but i gotta say i'm back on the summoning train i knew the christmas or the holiday heroes the winter festival if it included characters i knew and enjoyed i would be summoning and uh, of course lots of three houses characters and i'm a fan of three houses. So I'm back to summoning and uh, I summoned on the new holiday lessons banner. I got my first uh, hero off the banner, which was holiday Dimitri, then sparked uh, the first time for holiday Yunaka. And I got to say, I, I know in previous years I might've been subscribed to Fae Pass at the time, but uh, it's nice that Intelligent Systems does give us multiple sparks on the holiday banner without requiring uh, the Fae Pass. It is available to everyone. Um, which is nice because my subscription is lapsed. It's it's going to be back soon. It would have been back during this banner, but it's nice that I don't have to, you know, rush into it. But I thought that was a nice touch.
1: Oh yeah, I forgot. Norm normally, uh, sparks are required. If they pass on holiday banners.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So they've they've made it free for everybody. Uh, this banner. I I don't know if they do it for the New Year's banner as well. It wouldn't surprise me, but I can't recall from previous years.
1: Yeah, I got I got lazy with FayPass. I stopped trying to min max it, so I tend to just have it on.
0: Yeah. I definitely have gotten into the process of min maxing it and only subscribing when there's characters that I really want that resplendent
1: uh version for. So uh For for me the min maxing was more just getting as many days, you know, or as many heroes per payment as I could.
0: Right. So you're getting two per payment instead of the three you could get if you kind of like let your subscription lapse.
1: I have a collection issue at times and I like to have all the special outfits for the heroes, the resplendent outfits, you know.
0: Yeah, that's exactly why they added the sort of uh, bonuses for keeping your subscription active, because there was folks like me that were encouraging people to (laughs) subscribe strategically. And uh, I don't think the bonuses are orbs, so it would never encourage me.
1: Yeah, the bonuses are like flowers of each type each month you're subscribed. And I am so bad about, you know, going in there and working out what I need to do. I have many extra reforged uh, units, you know, arcane weapons that I have not figured out who to give to and other stuff like that. So that part of it is kind of, you know, it's nice. And if I ever got to the point where I'm using up, As many of those flowers as I can, it'd be useful. But for me right now, that doesn't matter. Like I said, it's just laziness more than anything. You know, not having to remember before someone goes away to resubscribe and then cancel it so I don't get charged twice.
0: Yeah, there's just something about my brain where I just I love to subscribe strategically to stuff unless I can save money by subscribing a large amount. You know, like auto renewal is the is is I do not like auto renewal.
1: It's better for you and your paycheck. But (laughs) yeah,
0: I do it. I do it when it makes sense, like auto renewal for stuff that like needs to be there for important stuff like um, backup services and stuff like that. But uh, I guess in Netflix as well, if Netflix went down for a day, I'd hear about it because the kids that's their that's their TV. So I would know if Netflix wasn't working.
1: Yep. I mean, that's one of the. That's one of those things where you could argue it's strategic because you don't want to hear about the kids <laughs> complaining that Netflix went down for two weeks because you were trying to save some money. <laughs> that's true.
0: Not that they would. Uh, not that they would. And that's
1: understand. also a kind of a use case situation, you know. Yeah. If you were looking at it and no one was touching Netflix for, you know, a month at a time, then you would only subscribe when there's something everyone wanted to watch. Yeah, but since it's getting used on a daily, it makes sense to be still subscribed. Yeah,
0: I I feel like if Netflix was just for, you know, myself and I unsubscribed, I would probably not resubscribe because I'm also really bad at taking on new television shows or movies because there's just so much content out there like I would. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a it's a struggle. Um. But let's get back to Fire Emblem Heroes. That was a good tangent. Let's talk about. Uh, well, I summoned so much I didn't even get through all my summoning, so that was just the first little bit. Um, because next I summon enough to get three focus charges built up, which I don't think I've ever done since they've added that feature. Uh, usually, my strategy for summoning is I have enough orbs to get one my my sought after hero uh, on the banner, which with the Fae pass. Uh, so I built that up, so I experienced that. Um, I summoned, uh, and then I got Holiday Edelgard. So that was a fun, that was a good moment. It felt good. Like, I guess, um, I noticed this, the three focus charges built up, and then my summoning rate increased as well.
1: Essentially, once the focus charges build up, it puts the oh, right. non-focus rate into the focus rate. So essentially, if you get a five-star not a 4-star special, but a 5-star, you are guaranteed to get a, a focus unit. So essentially it was just adding the 3% norm or 3.25% of a focus hero and the three point five two five percent of a non-focus hero together until you summoned a focus hero.
0: And that makes a lot of sense, like a... The fact that my brain didn't leap to that—it's just like oh, it went up. That's cool. Like yes, it's just math. You're not gonna get the other heroes, so we add that three yep. percent to to the focus. That makes I mean, sense,
1: which is nice in that they didn't just you know decide to take hey, so this extra three percent that we were giving you to get a non-focus here, we're just taking that away and putting it in the pool for the other crap. I mean, yep. there were a number of times on here where I'm like, three three star heroes are thirty five percent. And yet I got six in a row. Good guy, intelligent systems, not always the good guy. No, it's just randomness. Randomness is random. It is random, yeah. That's why That's why people years ago complained about uh, iTunes not being random when it was actually being random, and you can actually get the same song three times in a row via randomness. Yeah. Luck of the draw. Yep, on a dice, you can roll a, a D6 and get six ten times in a row. Yeah. Cause it's random,
0: <laughs> and your Baldur's Gate 3 playthrough will thank you for it. So, there you go. Uh, well, uh, you know, wrapping up, uh, I, th- I then sparked for Holiday Bilas, so I got them as well. So, I got everybody off the banner. And in terms of the non focus five stars along the way to get that uh, full focus charge, I had uh Kalidori, uh, Ascendant Elincia, and Ascendant Joshua, so I kind of felt pretty good. Uh, of course, nice. that you can tell I was trying to get Yanaka.
1: Two Ascendants, pretty good pull. Were either of them your first time getting that unit?
0: They were all new.
1: Okay, so a couple spare Ascended Florets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I didn't remember what my uh, non-focus units were, but I know I got three of them at one point. There, there is Apparently it seems to have worked to some degree, having all these uh, three houses units on the banner. Uh, but before we talk about that whole can of worms, uh, we do have to go over our... Uh, Next episode, and more or less, you know, what the calendar has turned into. Uh, As mentioned last week, uh, even with the Legendary launching the day before it, we are taking Christmas off. So our next episode will be next year on the 1st, where we will cover the New Year's hero and the Legendary. Also, we'll probably go over whatever else Hinaka gives us for Christmas as she has taken over Twitter. Or I'm sorry, she has taken over X. Which I guess fits for Yunaka, because, you know, she is an assassin. So X marks the spot of who she's killing.
0: Yeah, or she's a pirate.
1: True. You never
0: know. Uh, Yes, we will be back in the new year talking about the uh, New Year's heroes as well as the legendary hero. Uh, So I hope everybody enjoys the holidays. Uh, And speaking of the holidays, let's get into the special heroes holiday lessons. Um before we launch into the Three Houses conversation, let's go over the heroes here. We have the uh well, <laughs> I say that, but I wrote this before Eddie put uh his addition on, but uh, Intelligence Systems goes back to the Three Houses well with the three lords and two bylas for the latest Winter Festival banner. But don't be unzappy, be happy as Yunaka from Engage headlines the banner. So we got something.
1: Yep. Yeah. But we mentioned a bit of scandal about Lucina last week that we never really looked into, uh, but that pales in comparison to the thumbnail I saw this week about this banner. I admit I didn't watch the video it was attached to, but um, it was someone going quite off quite heavily about this banner, at, seeing as we have four out of five uh, units being from three houses. Uh, part of their other complaints were the fact that we uh, get three houses units in summer and winter now, and while i love in three houses the constant yearly ha- is you know that constant yearly half of the summer and half of the winter banners has been wearing a bit thin but i've been willing to manage it but there are so many I- other ips that could get those spotlights and get a lot more spotlights of those if they were to calm down on the three houses obsession uh but you know and this banner was like I said, I agree, and it was even mentioned in Discord when we saw the silhouettes, like people like hoping that it was uh, not Claude. Spoiler: it was Claude, <laughs> since he <laughs> yeah. had just gotten Wind Claude in a couple months ago, and their obsession with the three lords together. Although we looked through it, and this the Wind Tribe one was kind of bringing Claude up to equal with the other two lords because uh, both the other lords got fallen versions, but um, yeah. It, yeah, you know, by in the buy list, it's like frustrating. We have gotten a duo engage unit, maybe Fagato and uh, one of his retainers. What was it, Pandreo and Bunnet or Bune? Uh, or Hortensi and Goldmary? Heck, if we hadn't just gotten Vale recently, uh, she, her, and Mavie would have been perfect. Or we could have gotten the um, was it uh, the Gart? You know, the early twins, Clan and Fram. Mm-hmm. You know, so many options from engage or. You know, like previous years when we only got the two, three houses units, you know, I think they usually split the other units between multiple IPs or maybe 201 and a third one. So,
0: yeah, do we? So, so here's the thing. I mean, it's what there's a lot of Reddit posts about it. A lot of discussion. Does this just come down to the fact that this game has been going for almost eight years and three houses, especially the three Lords and Bylas sell? Like, they make them money, so, like, yes, we gotta go back every six months.
1: Possibly. I mean, did you specifically summon heavily on this because it was the Three Lords and Byleth? Or were you just, <laughs> you know, you like the Christmas designs?
0: I, look, I'll just be completely honest, yes, I did summon because it was the Three... Look, I'm not on the side of Three Houses bad, I'm, but I am on the side that I wish we could get other games. Specifically Engage, yeah. I think there was... Um, we it, it had been a year since I wasn't engage. saying you
1: were trying to say three houses bad. Just no, you
0: know. no. Three houses is good. I summoned because three houses was on the banner, but I would have equally summoned if it was Engage characters on the banner. Yeah, um, especially if you if you if you took the three lords and replaced them with the equivalent
1: within engage. You know, like bring those yeah. characters in. Um, and I'm not I'm not saying three houses is bad either, and I'm sure it's partially because it sells. But I mean, this was overboard because you know you you are more likely to not summon on you know those games that you don't like as much or haven't played. But I would have loved to see you know genealogy get more spotlight, or you know, do we even have a single uh, Christmas or winter? Um, uh, Echoes character? I don't or, think so. Know, there uh... are many IPs that haven't gotten a single winter unit, but instead we flood it in. Once again, I am all for engage because you know engage has barely gotten attention. You know, uh, I mean, if anything, this banner actually looks like a disturbing potential trend for the future, <laughs> seeing as we got. An engage summer unit, an engage Halloween unit, and an en- engage uh, Christmas winter unit. You know, it's kind of looking like we might get, you know, engage in three houses, and maybe if there's enough room, one other in the sure. future. Which yeah, would just compound the issue. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, I'm not, I like, I'm not saying. So I think engage obviously was do up to have like a banner to itself, but I'm also, I'm also agreeing with you. Like, I don't need to summon every hero. Like I, I want, I want other parts of the Fire Emblem franchise to get, get their time in yeah. the sunlight or the, the winter. Um, But yeah, it's just, it's, a, it's, it, it was kind of egregious this time around. Cause it's like, okay, we're doing the three Lords again and both by lists. It's, it's kind of comical in, in, in a little bit of a, Hmm. It's, it's funny because it's like it's they they see it. You know, Nintendo's never been one to like directly acknowledge feedback, but they they know people complained about Three Houses Heroes being there. Someone has written yeah. that down and passed it along as feedback. So,
1: <sighs> yeah, we say that and I'm sure they do see it. But I also got to wonder what else they're seeing that we don't see. Oh, you some I mean, su- you summoned yeah. heavily on this banner. How many other people that aren't the vocal minority summoned heavily on this banner? So we complain and, you no. know, find it frustrating. But if it increases sales, it's not going to stop.
0: No, you're right. Like, I, I guess, and that's where I kind of stopped short of, like, you know, say, people say, well, put your uh, summoning where your mouth is. And it's like, well, you know, I. I like these characters are going to keep summoning. And if it does do well for the game, the game continues to prosper. The game needs to make money. That's like we're not talking about a game that they make once yeah. it comes out. It sells. This is a game that has to constantly show positive movement because that's how free to play works, especially when you're looking at cuts. Right,
1: especially for me. I mean, like I said, I felt that that video that I saw the thumbnail of, was going way overboard in their complaints. And while I agree with some of their arguments, I mean, I still do like three houses. I was rather annoyed by the three Lords, but you know, I summoned on it, but I yeah. summon on every special banner. So
0: <laughs> yeah. And maybe you and I are the best cases because you summon on every banner. You, you yeah. buy orbs me. I'm a mostly free to play player unless I subscribe to Faye pass. So if uh i don't buy orbs to to yep. to summon i am content just getting what i can get and sometimes i'll be on here frustrated that i didn't get a specific hero i wanted but the sparks really helps cuz it's usually when i look at a banner it's like i can pick one if i have to <laughs> yep
1: yeah <laughs> uh, i need to get better about the whole not you know pushing for those limited un- access units like the uh rearmed and the whatever the new uh special uh, skill units are,
0: uh, but att- no, not attuned. Is it attuned? Yeah,
1: yeah, attuned. Uh, so many is the third one that it's goes into the normal pool. I need to get better about not heavy summoning on those because I don't have a completely full uh catalog, but it's pretty close, and it's because I tend to summon heavily trying to get those limited access heroes. I need to get better about that, but
0: yeah. But you're right. Intelligent systems has access to all the data. You and I aren't the greatest data point because we we both don't fit that model of yep. like three houses equals more money for intelligent systems.
1: And, um, and I'll be honest, this is more me putting my two cents into this mm-hmm. vent because you know I like you said I'm not the best you know marker because even when I barely know the characters, I try to get all the special units. You know. Yeah. And, they see what sells and what doesn't. I think. Much as I would love more of the lesser-known games to get more spotlight, they yeah. see what sells.
0: I think it's fine to be frustrated that there's this. This is another three houses strong banner, and it's also fine to summon on it. I think that's totally fine. Yeah, some might say that's hypocritical, but honestly, it's like you can provide feedback and still enjoy the product that you're given. Um, however if this time next year we get another set of three Lords and bylus for Christmas, then it's like, okay, then you can be upset and not summon. I, I don't know. Maybe that maybe I'll, maybe I'm digging a hole here, but I, I really do think that it's important to provide feedback and it's fine to summon on the heroes because you, you enjoy playing the game and you want those winter, winter heroes. Um, but it's feedback, it's important to provide that that's why we have this podcast to to provide our feedback, our thoughts um and to a certain degree bring in the community in and, and trying to determine like what the general say is, but yes, like new year's is coming,
1: yeah and and we even did discuss this a bit in discord when we saw yeah. the silhouettes and grumbled a bit in there about the fact that it was the three lords and the vilists,
0: right. And with the silhouettes, we were thinking, oh, that one could be Balthus, which is like another Three Houses character.
1: <laughs> Balthus probably would have been better, because it would have been yes. Balthus and one other Three Houses character, and then some non-Three Houses, maybe more engaged or other stuff. Right? Yeah. And that was also b- more because this uh, these silhouettes were easy to spot. We, you know, Discord very quickly noticed that the Yonaka was in there, and... We were like, uh, it looks like Claude. We're hoping it's Balthus because he has somewhat similar hair. But it was pretty clearly probably Claude's hair. Yeah. As in, you know, I didn't say it, but I was thinking, I hope it's Balthus. But that looks like Claude too much to me to think it's not. Yeah. You know, or I may have even said that, but. Yeah. you know. And, and I think going
0: forward, you know, we can look at the special heroes banners and say, like, OK, like if it becomes three houses every major banner every major special banner which I would agree with you like summer and winter those are the two big ones in terms of sales probably for the game I would imagine because summer being summer and winter holidays you know you have gift cards you have apple or android money Swim, swimsuits sell swimsuit sell so like I get it so three houses is likely to take a back seat now watch me say this and then the legendary hero will be from three houses which would be fun <laughs>
1: and we'll talk about it we'll go with that f word yeah we'll go with
0: that one i mean uh let's let's talk about here let's take a break from three houses for just a little bit to talk about yunaka the spirited envoy zappy winter festival everybody yunaka's here from elios with a high papaya to celebrate the winter festival with us yunaka is a colorless dagger cavalry hero wielding silent yule knife i love that weapon name it's great uh she has one new skill in the B slot called Assassin's Strike. Rounding out her kit is Luna as a special, flared sparrow in the A slot, and Fatal Smoke 4 in the C slot. So uh Yunaka, our engage, yes. our sole engage holiday hero on the banner.
1: She was definitely one of my favorites in the game. She was, yeah. her her duality in her character and her, you know, outward cheerfulness made her you you know unique and stick out i mean there was discussion also in the discord that uh, it is highly likely that since engaged just barely missed cyl last year that uh, yanaka and ivy are probably going to be the winners for the female side of cyl this coming year yeah yeah Which i, was, I um, can easily agree and see you know i i can see that
0: And it was kind of interesting because uh, in the Discord, we were kind of talking about that. And I'm like, wait, yeah, Engage, how does that line up? So the Choose Your Legend launched, they said, a week before Engage came out. So it wasn't eligible, right?
1: Yeah, I believe that's what we uh, figured out, that it came out, you know, the CYL launched right before.
0: So does Choose Your Legend voting launch... In the new like right in the new year alongside the New Year's heroes. Is that how it usually Um, works?
1: It I think they've set it up so now that it launches like a week or two before the uh Faye channel for early February. uh
0: Uh-huh.
1: So I think it like if it was a week before Engage launched, I believe Engage launched on the twentieth, so it would have been the thirteenth when it launched last year. Right. So it goes for pull up. What ten days? Seven, ten days, and they have it. Have the results by end of January, early February.
0: Right. So the voting period for last year was January fifth to the seventh or the twelfth.
1: Okay, so it ended a week before engage launched. Yeah, or a little over a week. It
0: looks like we might we we will obviously record before uh, CYL launches, but it looks like we'll have that. Um, We'll have that fairly soon uh, after our next episode.
1: Pretty much, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, But yeah, Yunaka, again, was a favorite character of mine from Engage. And I will, I got to say this, I never did finish Engage. I never did finish the DLC or start it. Um, It is one of those games on my list of like, man, I really wish I was able to to get back to that one, uh, considering I do a fire emblem podcast and, uh,
1: I did finish, I did finish the DLC. I just never did get back to it. And I need to replay again with the DLC included because by the time I got the DLC characters, they were so far behind everyone else because I, right. I tend to grind a lot. Oh yeah. So yeah. their, their stats were like, yeah, I love the, I like these new versions of these characters, uh, I guess if you haven't played it, I'm not gonna spoil exactly who they are or what versions they are of. But um they're so far behind everyone that even in because of the way they do the uh bonus maps, they can't even handle those. Yeah. Hmm. So or it will That's require quite a lot of grinding to get them up to matching with everyone. Yeah. So Well
0: I I think that uh Yunaka's look is really cool. Like it takes her costume from the main game and adapts it really well. So they did a good job there. Uh, well, that was a nice break from Three Houses.
1: <laughs> yep, Shall no, we head over to Back to Three Houses? for the rest of the banner. Yep. Yeah. Edel- Edelgard returns once again. And for some reason, while the softer style of artwork didn't really work for me on Lucina, the softness in this Edelgard design, and maybe a different artist and different slate version of softness, does work better for me. Maybe not my favorite, but it kind of fits for her, the way this one's designed. Or maybe it's just a Christmas theme that it fits for. Uh, But she does join as a blue lance armored unit. I know, I know. Complete shock to have Edelgard and a winter unit to be armored units. It's the capes, It's never happened in the games. It's never happened in the games. But, you know, (laughs) she is an actual armored unit. (laughs) Sorry, couldn't resist that bit of sarcasm because... Almost every year, like Ryan said, those capes make these units armored, although Yunaka was uh, cavalry. Yeah. Uh, speaking of cavalry, uh, while she wields the black Yule Lance, she does come with a unique skill called Armor Blades and a unique B slot skill called Raging Tempest that, under most conditions, allows her to move like a cavalry unit uh, three spaces, although it's only in a row, like straight cardinal direction. You can't turn, can't go up to and over one have to go up all three or one or two uh, doesn't stop there as she has a new tier four skill called attack defense prime I guess she's been hitting those energy drinks and another tier four skill rounding out her kit very good
0: uh yeah I like her artwork I, I agree with you it seems to be a similar style to Lucina's artwork last week or last it's episode it,
1: for, for me it was like the softness to the design yeah. slight softness to it and while it didn't work as well with Adel- with uh, Lucina I, I feel it kind of does work well for Edelgard here
0: yeah and I think it is the holiday theme I think it it just fits yeah. better with sort of the special heroes versions um, whereas I think like the traditional new heroes armor and, and setup just eh, doesn't work for us I guess but um, I really like Edelgard's artwork
1: her outfit does fit with the standard a uh, christmas design where there's no logical reason for what she's actually wearing to be armored but she's an armored unit so that's a really really heavy cape i guess yeah <laughs> a really really strong cape
0: <laughs> look if you ever uh slept with a weighted blanket you know that thing's like armor maybe she's got a really heavy duty heavy blanket
1: so you're all up for putting on that uh w- weighted blanket and having coming come running at you with a try to stab you with a sword right just to prove that it's like armor we'll deflect that sword easily
0: we're not going to test that this is a video game we're talking about
1: (laughs) i know i'm just riffing, but you know (laughs) that that short skirt she's wearing would not really be armor
0: no no but you know it's uh tis the holidays uh our next one here is dimitri blessed protector dimitri has come from the officers academy in Fodland to join us at the winter festival uh dimitri is an axe cavalry hero wielding blue yule axe i'm sending uh, i'm sensing a trend here uh he has two new skills the first being no quarter as a special and barbarity in the b slot rounding out his kit is attack slash speed prime four in the a slot and panic smoke four in the c slot uh our second lord on the banner here dimitri who is a uh cavalry hero, uh as as was mentioned. So not all armored to speak of.
1: Yep, knock Demetri are cavalry, Claude Bylith and uh Edelgard are armored.
0: Mm. Uh he keeps his blue cape, uh his blue look, uh, you know, the Dimitri yep. classic blue, but everything else is very Christmas themed, and I thought uh I mean it is it technically
1: white on the outside for the outfit for the feet. right. That's and true. The inside Inuka has a blue inside to her cape, red mm-hmm. and blue. So Claude has his usual yellow scattered around. So it fits, you know. They keep keep the theme. I like Although- the idea
0: of look. I played through three houses, I guess twice. Once before, once when it came out, and once for the show. We did a whole. We I'm not rem- misremembering. We did a whole game club where we did a full run through of three houses i'm yes, not mistaken and
1: i think okay. we were planning to do a game club where we just did the second half for the other uh houses house routes yeah which i don't think we ever went back ever got around to doing and i think i mean we may eventually do it but i got a lot of work to get there because i think i accidentally deleted my saves oh that's right because i didn't pay it when i got my um zelda oled because it was just happened to be in in store and I was like, you know what, why not? Why not? Uh, when I got that I was going through my saves and didn't pay attention to the years on them and I deleted the pretty sure I deleted the more recent uh three houses save. Yeah. And kept the older one, which might not even have a full first completion. Well I'll see when I eventually do- redownload re download and boot up three houses.
0: Yeah, I think you know we we haven't talked about it a bit. And I think the reason Game Club kind of went away because Game Club kind of evolved into like all games uh, with the gamers in itself. And if you are in our Discord, we do have a Game Club channel, which is coming back in January with uh, Pony Island and The Last of Us Part 1. I know, not Fire Emblem.
1: I also think that part of the reason Game Club went away is that, you know, we had more or less covered most of them. Yes. And also we got distracted on Engage never really fully finish it to begin with, much less do a game club about it.
0: Yeah. And there's a lot going on and, you know, we're all busy and uh, this, we want to focus. We don't want to take focus away from Fire Emblem heroes, but I think not doing a game club gives us opportunity in the out realm gate to talk about whatever we're playing. So if we want to play Fire Emblem, we want to talk about Fire Emblem. We can do that. We have a section for it. And Eddie, you, you've played more than I have, and you've certainly brought those thoughts onto the show. So
1: Yep, you know. like I hopped back into Three Hopes for a bit there, and mentioned that when I was doing it again. Yeah. Uh, since then, I've fallen off. We mentioned Persona Five Tactica, which not Fire Emblem, but related to a degree. Mm-hmm, so for we'll sure. bring stuff up, and you know, if if I'm doing something weekly, I'll probably bring it up, especially if it's Fire Emblem. But right now, I'm I actually jumped back into Pokemon recently because the second DLC came out. Still nice. got annoying bugs and glitches. Wish they would have actually fixed it like other games have. As much as I complain about Cyberpunk getting, you know, getting noticed on the game awards like it was never broken, <laughs> being treated that it was an ongoing game for you know not an ongoing game. Yeah, yeah, those, um, those are gripes. I think that's I mean, that's fine. I I mean, yeah, my big arguments, but it, it, they fixed it. It was good game, but I mean it's the same uh, this is a wild tangent we've rolled off into, but you know, it's the same thing of that uh, No Man's Sky sec- or second game that they've announced and like people are so excited for it. It's like, did you not play see No Man's Sky when it launched? I know they've done great since then, but it launched so broken. That's their current track record. If If this game comes out perfect, then they have a new track record to worry about. But until yep. that happens, I'm holding my judgment. And also, their games don't interest me to begin with. Side note. <laughs> Back to Fire Emblem. Yeah. Unless there's something you wanted to add to what I was saying.
0: No, I I, I think uh I look, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven as a game may not be the traditional ongoing experience, but it has been a game that CD Projekt Red has supported since its launch with patches and one piece of DLC, so
1: I mean, and my, and yeah, sorry. Jumping back to Cyberpunk, I don't think it should have been narrative for a DLC. You know, narrative it didn't win for though. Did it, it? Require, it didn't win, but it shouldn't have been. I don't think it should have been in that category. But there's been a bunch of stuff in the Game Awards this year that shouldn't have been in the categories they were in. Did so. you
0: did you play the Phantom Liberty DLC?
1: I haven't played Cyberpunk at all because, okay. like No Man's Sky, it didn't interest me. And Starfield's aesthetic has an interest to in me. So even though I have it on Game Pass, I haven't jumped into it yet.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, I'm not I'm not one to, to say like, well, I played it, in, uh, but, but I did play it. I understand it getting a nomination for Best Narrative because the story within that DLC is really good, but it won't change your opinion if you don't like cyberpunk games. Like, it's not that kind of story.
1: For me, it's just the issue that it's a DLC. It's not the main game, and... That's more of a, cat, a statement that sure. they need to have a category for DLC. It'd be like um, for, Forbidden West DLC getting a chance for best narrative. I mean, sure, it might have been a great narrative in there, but the main story is done. This is extra content.
0: You know? Yeah, I understand that argument for sure. And I, I don't have anything to, yeah.
1: And I understand where you're coming from. It's a very good narrative in the DLC, but it's not the game. This is, no. you know. So back to Fire Emblem and Byleth. Uh, Yeah, Byleth. <laughs> back to Byleth, the Byleth Frosty Professors. This year we get not one but two Byleths for the banner as we have a dual Byolith joined by Byleth as a red sword armored unit wielding the Holy Yule Blade. Uh, we have they have a unique special called Supreme Heaven and a new tier four B skill slot called Weaving Fighter. They run out their kit with the Tier 4 Fire Flood Boosts. In AR Far Save 3. So, Violet's joining up, Uh, I can't remember who it was, but I feel like we had another duo unit that was the same idea. The same unit with themselves. Was it a duo Robin, or no, I can't remember.
0: I don't think it's happened before, to be honest. Um, I don't think so. This feels like a first. I'm trying to think. It wouldn't have been...
1: Sorry, I found a list of all the duos... Kayan, Soth, Bilith and Rhea. So we've had a Bilith duo before. Yeah. Sigurdier. You might be right. It might be the first time we've gotten the same person. I know we've definitely gotten multiple of the same character on a banner, but yeah, it does look like this might be the first time we've gotten someone duo with themselves. Yeah. Korn and Elise, Dogger and Malt, Krom and Robin. Yeah, so... I was misremembering us as, as I go further down, it's looking more and more like we haven't gotten someone with themselves previously. <laughs> it is very,
0: look, I'm going to take a step away from complaining about three houses or at least joining in the course of it. But I think that having both by as the duo hero is a fun idea that only works within the context of a special hero. Right. Um, yeah. And uh I think it's I think it's a fun idea. I love the artwork, especially the the dolls of the lords and oh, yeah. Sothis. And
1: Sothis. That that I did think was pretty cute cool. Yeah. Cute.
0: It's a really look it, like as much as you know we could and this is the other thing. We talked about three houses being so present on the banner uh, to a degree that is kind of comical, but like all of the artwork for the banner has been awesome. They did a great job with all these heroes, uh, and I think the duo Bylus is probably one of my favorites, just due to the fact that they have all this extra detail with the lords, uh, you know, Edelgard, Dimitri, and Claude.
1: I have to I have to say the Sothis doll and the attack artwork and the special artwork is great with her arms wide open and self satisfied smile.
0: Right, and that is Christmas Sothis. You know, that's that's the Christmas Sothis version, right? So
1: Yep, that came with male Byleth, and then we had another Byleth, I think it was with Sothis or someone else uh, duo at some point.
0: Mm-hmm. Or no, it was Don't
1: Byleth it. and Rhea, wasn't it? Uh, the second duo Byleth?
0: Yes. It's kind of interesting because the, the three lords only pops up in the special attack, but the, but the, yep. the Sothis stuffy is there all the time. So which is fitting. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense because obviously well for both story reasons and the fact that she's not holding a sword. <laughs> you know. Um yep. but yeah, I like I like the artwork. I think they did a really good job here and uh you know, as much as we complain about the massive amount of three houses on the banner, I think this is it's a fun use for sure.
1: I I will side note that uh duo this version could have only popped up in a Special banners, seeing as duo units are now special banners only.
0: Right. Harmonized heroes can pop up on
1: normal nope. banners, right? All duo units are special only. We got one, I think, duo unit on a normal banner. And since then, we haven't gotten another. Was it uh, Ephraim? Now we have... Ephraim? Yes, we had the duo yeah. Ephraim on a normal banner. And since then, I can't think of any. Maybe there's one I'm missing. They've had all doing units only on special banners and normal banners will get ascended, attuned and rearmed heroes.
0: Right. That makes sense. Uh, well, that's a good note, but, um, yeah, let's, uh, let's talk about the last year here, which is Claude, Yuletide schemer again. Great name. I didn't mention this for Byleth, but frosty professors also fantastic. <laughs> um, they, they, Again, they had a lot of fun with this banner, so it's hard to fault like its its shortcomings, which is the fact that there's so much Three Houses here, but they had a lot of fun here, so I'm having fun by extension. Uh, Claude's come all the way to Asker from the Officers Academy to uh, in Fodlin to make a special appearance as one of our Winter Festival envoys. Claude is a colorless bow-armored hero, wielding golden Yule Bow Plus, being the Tempest Trials hero uh, on this banner. He has no new skills, but rounding out his kit his soul is Sol as a special attack slash speed form three in the A slot and chill attack slash speed two in the B slot. Um my brain wants to say this, so I'll say it. it this isn't the first time Claude has sort of been relegated to like the four-star off banner.
1: Here. I was gonna actually comment on that as well. Um Claude is kind of the I I don't know if his popularity is higher here because of Joe Zija or you know what, but he is kind of the redheaded stepchild of the uh, Lords because he has gotten, uh, there was a banner where he was a four star unit, I believe. And he's gotten uh, most of the um, Tempest trial versions have been Claude's, you know, but Dimitri here who should have been the four star unit was not. So, Claude, Claude seems to be the red-headed stepchild of the trio. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he's not red-headed. Like I said, maybe... I mean, I like Dimitri, and, and story-wise, Claude is kind of spare. Sure. To be honest, if you really look at the story, it's the story of Edelgard and Dimitri, with Claude just happening to be there as well. So... I kind of sort of see it, but I also agree that I don't, you know, I, I Claude is probably the most popular hero, and whether that's because it's Joe Zija or what, you know, he is probably the most popular hero over here in America. And mm-hmm. Maybe he's not as popular over in Japan, you know? Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I think you're right, like, story-wise, Claude is also the only one that doesn't turn into a monster when he's not the star of the of the route right he he's kind of just there and
1: i mean Dimitri was kind of a monster pretty much unless you take him, go down the uh you know blue lions path yeah you know he was already a monster in the first half to a degree just kept under bottle you know being plagued by what happened so heavily, you know, and if you don't go the Blue Lion's path, he never gets over it. Uh Edelgard, what had her scheming, and if you don't go her path, the people that she was kind of trapped into working with take over, and that kind of happens in Three Hopes as well. You know, if you go the Blue Lion's path, the evil people take over, even though you sort of, you know, reconcile to a degree with her at one point, she the bad guy she was forced to work with take over there. Mm-hmm. You know, pop up and take over her. So yeah, he doesn't ever turn in. He stays himself the entire game, which also might be why part of why he's popular here in America. Cause he is true to himself. He's not a hidden, barely hidden, you know, tormented homicidal maniac or someone who has lofty goals, but doesn't give a crap about the, Uh, fallout to get to those yeah you know yeah or horrible routes to get there so yeah
0: um yeah and so i mean it's uh it's nice that claude's here i know like you know we could have the conversation about like well maybe they could have thrown another engaged hero into the tempest trials but they really don't like to separate those lords especially when you have two of them here i Um, say
1: claude claude's um other than uh, Edelgard getting herself a um, a duo with someone else, they have even amounts of all the lords. Yeah. You know? And I guess Edelgard's uh, hidden side also gives her an extra point, extra knock there. And there was no fallen Claude, because like we mentioned, he never does change from himself. Nope. So there's no fallen version. So the wind Claude was kind of making up for that uh, shortfall there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, folks at home, you too can summon on the holiday banner. Uh, it's available for, uh, into the new year. So look forward to, uh, three houses there and hopefully not on the new year's banner. I mean, it's too late to change it if it is going to happen. So I'm not going to say if you're listening, uh, I, mean, I don't think either.
1: there's enough room for them to be on the new year's banner, at least not all together. No, we already got the, uh, OC heroes. Cause that was one of the other complaints in that video little picture of a Reddit type post that I saw is that, you know, the OC he they don't like the OC banner OC units on the New Year's banner, but that makes sense. Giving a you know, focus to the just finished um arc on the New Year banner.
0: Yeah. It's a tradition that I don't really need or want them to change. Like I think it's fine. You think we get Sather and Hayther?
1: Sather is almost guaranteed um I doubt we'll get another Golvig. maybe a Cavassier, maybe Hather, maybe Norther, the jerk that he was. <laughs> or uh what's her name? The one that helped us out, Nerthus, Nerthus or Nuthus? Oh, Nerthus, yeah. Yeah.
0: I wonder if they do uh this might be fun, a Sather and Golvig uh duo
1: hero. Do you think they do that? If they're going to do that, I'd rather they do a trio. Like we did with the White Wing sisters in Young White Wings. Oh yeah, that would be fun. Uh, Sather, Golvig, and Kavassir together.
0: And does that encapsulate all of the Sather Golvig versions, yeah, that's, or am I That's one? why I was saying I would prefer yeah. that. Kvasir,
1: okay. Sather, and Golvig would be one unit. That's three units or three That'd characters. Be fun. You know. I hope they do that. They probably won't, so,
0: but I hope they do. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, same here. That That's kind of what I said when you suggested the Sailor Goldvig. It's like, I'd actually rather see a trio with Sailor Selig- all all three versions of herself.
0: Well, hopefully that will be the case. We'll find out very soon in just a couple of weeks. But uh, that is going to do it for this episode, our last episode of 2023. We will be back in the new year. Uh, but you can visit us on the web at gamersinpodcast.com slash fay. Check out the Fire Emblem channel and the Gamers In Discord at bit.ly slash TGI Discord. Follow us on Twitter. You can find me at R. Murphy, Eddie at Drowfear, and don't forget to follow at TheGamersIn for show updates. Be sure to check out feheroes.fandom.com, our go-to resource for Fire Emblem Heroes information. That's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. We'll be back in the new year to cover the latest Legendary Hero and the New Year's Special Heroes. Have a great couple weeks, enjoy the holidays, and happy summoning.